Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, a little, little panic in Yankee Town. Uh, Yankees facing probably the first rough patch of adversity, you would say, you know, since the beginning of the season, uh, losing five games in a row, getting swept by the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, this is after dropping two out of the three, the final two games of that Seattle series at home. And Cole got bombed in the third game. So Yankee fans, a little little bit of a panic right now. Um, I don't maybe not say panic, but again, just a little unsettled because you've seen a lot of little things we're not used to. Again, uh, lack of hitting, leaving a ton of runners on base. Uh, some weak starting pitching, but nevertheless, uh, you know, the Yankees were close in all three games. So, you know, it's not a situation where they just got absolutely blown out in this series, but kind of frustrating. Of course, you don't like getting swept there. It's just kind of embarrassing, even though it's against a really good team in the St. Louis Cardinals, who have been on the rise and again, leading in the uh, NL Central. So we'll get into all that. But before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Uh, so wherever you're listening right now, I'm sure there's a follow or subscribe button or something of that nature. Click that and get notified when new content goes up throughout the rest of the season. Get these little series wrap-ups, get little stories, uh, little injections, little rants from me, all the good stuff, and exclusive for podcast subscribers. So, measurement for the Yankees, uh, embarking now on this road trip. Again, after dropping two out of three to Seattle, and this again, Cole looking terrible, uh, you know, giving up like six runs in that first inning. Now, the Yankees had a cool storyline coming into this. Of course, it was the return of Matt Carpenter, the longtime Cardinal who played for the St. Louis for 12 seasons, won a championship with them, was a you know, three-time All-Star, and, of course, a, a fan favorite. And just kind of a cool story. Obviously, you know, he was pretty much seemed like done with baseball last season. Uh, his final year with the Cardinals, I hit, like, you know, 160 with, like, three home runs. Looks like he was done. So, uh, he, you know, took another shot with Texas. You know, he revamped his swing in the offseason. And he was in the Texas minor league system for a little bit. That decided to opt out of that deal and then, uh, Yankees signed him to a major league contract. And, you know, he came up here at a time when the Yankees had a couple of injuries. DJ was nursing a sore wrist. And you weren't sure, you know, it was this going to be a one or two week rental, which I kind of figured was going to be. But he just um, decided raking and um, raking home runs and bunches and, uh, uh, you know, became one of the bright spots for the Yankees and reason why the Yankees have been on this great run so far in 2022. So Carpenter, just ironically now returning to St. Louis, just happened to be again. Uh, the season where the Yankees are playing them in an inter-league game in St. Louis. So just a cool story for him. And obviously he had the press conference before the game, got choked up. And I think Aaron Boone did a good thing, featured him a lot, you know, batted him a lot in the number three hole. So, you know, gave Carpenter and the fans, uh, you know, a lot of time to see each other. And, fe- you know, Boone was able to feature them there. And, of course, before each game, his first at-bat for each game, got a standing ovation from the crowd. So, um, you know, they appreciate him. They, you know, they liked him. And uh, so that was probably the cool moment for the Yankees. Uh, but it was not cool, just you know, everything else. And I think part of the reason why they dropped all three games is that Anthony Rizzo was not available for all three, so he was dealing with a lower back issue. Uh, supposedly he was dealing with this last month as well, and, and it cost him like four games that he sat out. And originally it was just only going to be out the first game, then it was just going to be out the first and second game, and it turned out he didn't play in any of the games. So that's got to be a little concerning for the Yankees. And now that, that the uh, trade deadline has passed, well, I'm not sure what solutions the Yankees can have, so just got to hope he heals up. So Nestor Cortez took the ball in the first game for the Yankees. Um, overall, it's a terrible, um, you know, I'll give his line in a moment, but the Yankees got, got him some support early. Thanks to Josh Donaldson, whose bats heating up a little bit, you know, so little, little small takeaways from the series, but not much. I uh, got the Yankees on the board with an RBI double in the first, uh, in the second though, St. Louis answered right back with Yadier Molina, uh, the veteran catcher who, you know, it's a quick note, actually announced that this is going to be his final season. And if you may recall last off season, the Yankees kind of kicked the tires of perhaps bringing him in here, kind of. Uh, being a mentor to Gary Sanchez. But, of course, as we know, all know, uh, Sanchez got traded to Minnesota, and then Cashman went the whole uh, Trevino-Higgy uh, route. But there was some there was some little smattering of talk or rumors that the Yankees were perhaps looking to bring in Yadier Molina. But uh, still could catch, and he could still hit, so he got an RBI single, scored Nolan Arenado. And Ar- Arenado would kill the Yankees this entire series in, in so many different ways. 
I was at that point, tied the game 1-1. But the Yankees are answered back in the third, and Josh Donaldson again with an RBI single. Scored Judge, put the Yankees up 2-1, to one, and then Judge actually using his feet in the fifth inning actually swiped the bag. So, you know, we've seen some sneaky fast moves by Judge this season and also Rizzo at, at times. So on second base, uh, Matt Carpenter moved him over, um, sacrificed ground out, and then uh, on third base was able to score easily on a Glebo Torres RBI uh, single, and that put the Yankees up 3-1. to one. Um, Nestor Cortez did pitch into the sixth inning. Again, um, you know, only gave him one hit, but what hurt him a little bit was the four walks kind of high. So was end up responsible for two of the runs and four strikeouts. Uh, again, only really one hit, but the four walks, again, Nestor, you know, control wasn't that great. Uh, but again, he didn't like he got torched and he was able to get the Yankees in the sixth inning. But where the Yankees really came a, par, a little apart from them was Albert Ray, who did not have a good uh, weekends. Uh, so he came in to lift Cortez in the sixth, uncorked a wild pitch, and moved some runners over. And then after a single to Arenado again, uh, moved Goldschmidt to third base. And then Tyler O'Neill uh, was able to get an RBI hit and scored Goldschmidt from third. And uh, St. Louis cut the score to three to two. But the Yankees, um, after that, Scott Efros, the new righty, and again, as, as a former Cub, very familiar with the Cardinals. Again, Cardinals and Cubs probably, you'd say, the number two and number three rivalry behind uh, Boston, New York, and San Francisco and L.A. Uh, pitched the score of seventh, and then in the eighth inning, and I don't know, you could question this a little bit. Again, uh, Clay Holmes hasn't been used that much, uh, but Aaron Boone decided to go for him for the six-out save. I'm not sure if that made a difference or not, uh, but the game got away from him in the eighth inning uh, with two runners on and two out. Uh, Paul DeJong uh, with a double deep to, to right. And again, with, with two outs, both runners running on contact. And so the Yankees kind of got bit in the backside there. Uh, both runners were able to score off of Holmes. And then St. Louis then uh, took the lead 4-3. to three. And unfortunately, no Yankee magic um, in the top of the ninth. And the Yankees went down in the first game, losing 3-4. Uh, to four. Which then brings us to game two, which, you know, going in, you say it was the most intriguing game. Uh, it was going to be Jordan Montgomery, who the Yankees just traded. Uh, traded to St. Louis for Harrison Bader, who's getting in a boot right now, so he's not even available. Uh, so, you know, Monty basically in his first start against his old team. So just kind of ironically just how the Yankees pick up Ben Attendi. And then Ben Attendi's first game was against his former team, the Kansas City Royals. So just a little ironic there. Versus Domingo Herman, who in ways you could say took Montgomery's spot. I know they said, well, you know, with Frankie Molentos coming in, uh, he technically took Montgomery's spot. But really, if you look at it, it came to a choice where Cashman had Montgomery or Herman, which one do I want to keep right now um, as the placeholder for Severino's spot? And for whatever reason, I guess, you know, Cashman uh, stuck with Herman and shipped out Monty. So the two of them now kind of battling out in this game. This is kind of interesting there. And Montgomery did get his revenge, blanked the Yankees, and the Yankees totally got blanked in this game, one to nothing. Kind of a pitiful game. Uh, only had two hits, uh, a single in the first and the third, and that's it. Uh, Yankees kind of whimpered out of this game, and Montgomery threw up five scoreless innings. Only gave up two hits, the two hits I mentioned in the first and the third. Only one walk and no runs. And he actually left the game a little early, uh, had some cr- uh, cramping issues, so he might have stayed in there a little bit. And maybe if he did, maybe the Yankees would have finally gotten to him in the sixth or seventh. But the Cardinal bullpen, which is very good, uh, shut the Yankees down from the rest of the way. And again, all, all the offense happened in the bottom of the first with Arenado, again, burning the Yankees uh, with an RBI single, putting them up one nothing. And again, that would be your final score. And Herman, uh, uh, again, wasn't terrible. Won five innings himself. Uh, just gave up that one run to Arenado. Uh, but again, he takes a hard luck loss. So if you want to look at any positive from this now, this is the third start from Herman, And each side has been a little bit better and better progressively. So if you want to take something away from this, um, you know, maybe now he's getting stretched out to go five innings. Maybe next time you go you know, six and maybe be an effective starter for the Yankees. So 
get that would be the only good takeaway from this game. Uh, again, the Yankee embarrassed, you know, one to nothing. It was actually their first uh, one nothing loss since September 11th, 2020. So they haven't lost a one nothing game being shut out like that in, in about almost two years. And, uh, you know, for the St. Louis crowd, I guess, you know, it was a Saturday night in St. Louis with the Yankees in town, the team with the best record in baseball. And they drew um, a record crowd at Bush Stadium. So uh, 48,000 strong there for them. So, you know, good turnout for, by the fans. Uh, but again, the Yankees now dropped the first two games. That was the first time this season the Yankees had lost four games uh, in a row, which now brings to the finale game, game three. Now this was going to be the debut of Frankie Montas, uh, the, the right-hander from the A's the Yankees traded for. Also got uh, Lou uh, Trevino in the deal. Now for Frankie, I'm not going to really fault him too much of this game. Obviously, he wasn't able to come to the Yankees right away. Uh, was on a bereavement list. Supposedly, uh, I guess his uh, mother-in-law uh, unfortunately passed away. So he had to be away for those uh, the funeral services. So you know, you know, you come to a new new team. You're not on your usual throw days. You're not on your usual schedule. So again, I really had low expectations for this game. I don't think he was going to come out there and throw a gem. Now he was actually worse than I thought he would be. But again, I had low expectations for him in this game. So and it's not a situation where they, oh, he can't handle New York or anything like that. It's good. This guy was gone for a chunk of a while. He hasn't pitched in a while. He, he's on his usual rep. So again, this game was like almost I was expecting to lose. But the Yankees did make it interesting against uh, Mr. Adam Wainwright. Now uh, the Yankees got on the board early in the first inning. Um, sacrifice fly by Matt Carp to score DJ. So the Yankees took the one nothing lead. But right right away, they came back, right back. The bottom of the first inning tie at 1-1. And then in the second, the Yankees went ahead. But kind of a bloop uh, opposite field single by Aaron Hicks. Almost seems like he uh, t- took like an off-speed uh, breaking ball and kind of went to left field with it. And uh, I guess the shortstop hole was open there with them playing him up the middle. Easily able to score. Torres, the Yankees taken at that point a 2-1 uh, lead. And then with a few runners on, Aaron Judge. Uh, with an RBI single, score two more, and the Yankees taking a four to one lead. And you figure, all right, maybe the, you know the Yankees got blanked one nothing the night before, and now the offense is waking up a little bit, and maybe they got to put a crooked number in here. And yeah, maybe you lose the series, but at least you 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 end up you ended on a winning note. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the Yankees would be undone in the uh, bottom of the third inning, thanks to a five run rally by the Cardinals off of Frankie Montas, capped off by a home run by that man again, Nolan Arenado, with a home run at that point. Uh, put the Yankees behind uh, six to four. Again, giving up five runs in the same inning. So Montas's line, not good. Only won three innings. Again, su- surrendered all those six runs I mentioned. Five hits, uh, three walks, and only two Ks. So, uh, again, the line was ugly there, which you kind of expected it to be. Uh, but, again, not that ugly. So, you know, Montas, not a good debut. Uh, but I think, again, his next start, the starts after, should be better than that. Now, the Yankees did make a game of this, even though they were down uh, six to four in the fifth. Uh, Trevino. Uh, with a couple of runners on, uh, scored two on an RBI double, played it uh, Hicks and Benintendi. So the Yankees tied the game at that point 6-6. But then Albert Abreu, who did not have a good game in the Friday night game, the opener, um, ended up giving up the go-ahead run uh, in the fifth, thanks to a single by Paul DeJong, put the uh, Cardinals up at that point 7-6. Now the Yankees um, did have the opportunities in this game, loading the bases in the second, in the fourth, and in the sixth. Now in the sixth, it did finally do something with it. Trevino with a single at the point, cutting the uh, St. Louis lead uh, to 7-9. to nine. And then Marvin Gonzalez up. Now, he hit a ground ball to second base, which should have been turned as a double play. But the uh, relay from second to first, a little slow then. And the base running did a good job of, you know, kind of knocking the second baseman um, out of the throwing lane a little bit. So Gonzalez was safe at first at that point. Put the uh, Yankees closer to 8-9 to nine with DJ LeMayu up. Put a, a good a bat up against Hicks. And again, this is Hicks the pitcher, uh, not Hicks our hitter, but the Hicks the pitcher for the um, 
Cardinals, one of their bullpen guys, throws 100 miles per hour. Now, DJ lined a shot, a grounder to first base, but Paul Goldschmidt wisely playing against the line, was able to um, glove the ball and easily step on first base, and DJ was out there. And that was probably the one shot where the Yankees could possibly have gone ahead uh, in this game, and the Yankees uh, never really got close from that. And then uh, in the eighth inning, Scott Afros making a second appearance of the series um, with a couple of runners on, gave up a, a double and a single, ends up surrounding a three-run home run to Paul DeJong. So DeJong, you know, uh, burned the Yankees a few times in this game. Uh, three-run home run really puts the game away at that point, 12-8. to eight. Now, in the ninth inning against Hensley, uh, the tough closer also throws 100. DJ Lomeo was able to hit a solo home run, closed it within 12-9. Uh, but again, uh, you know, not enough for the Yankees, and they dropped the final game. 12-9, swept uh, by the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Yankees have, you know, obviously have had a couple of trips to the St. Louis over all these interleague years. And um, I, don't know if they've, I don't think they've been swept before, but they, they never win the series. They always lose two out of three, two out of three, this time swept. So they just always seem to have problems uh, in that stadium for whatever reason. So now the Yankees uh, still stuck on. Uh, 70 wins, so 70-39, and you know, a little scary now you got to look. You know, they don't have a double-digit lead, at least at, at this moment, in the AL East anymore. They actually dropped down to nine and a half games. Uh, again, that's the smallest margin they've been had since uh, June 15th. So, you know, Toronto now getting a little close to nipping their heels there. So, again, the Yankees have to get it together a little bit because, again, Toronto's slowly creeping up there uh, in the standing. So, uh, okay, Yankees now have to go to um, Seattle after this, out west. So, you know, that's never easy. And then it's going to be also a trip in – uh, Los Angeles. Only good news there is that the Angels have been terrible, so hopefully they can just hold water against Seattle and then uh, maybe have an easier series, maybe get a sweep possibly um, against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Orange County, California, United States of America, Hawaii, whatever. Uh, so uh, for the three pitches for this, so uh, you know, it'll be Tyone in the first game who really needs a good start here. Again, he's been, since the All-Star break, both him and Cole, uh, again, have been sloppy. Cole just has that one bad inning that seems to undo him every game, and then rest of, rest of the game is fine. So he has to avoid that uh, bad inning. So it's going to be Tyone in the opener, Cole and Nesta Cortez. And in the second game, it's going to be a rematch of Cole versus Luis Castillo. Okay, Castillo was the probably the main starting pitching uh, name out there that a lot of teams are going for. He ended up with Seattle, and then Montas became the number two prize possession who the Yankees got. So it'll be a rematch. Again, last time uh, uh, Castillo beat out Cole. And Cole was bombed in the first inning. The game was pretty much over right there. So let's see if Cole gets a better performance this time. And then the Yankee hitters maybe finally, this is the third time they're seeing Castillo this season. Uh, they they saw him when he was with the Reds. So I'm in Seattle now. It's the third time. So maybe they finally picked up on something. They can finally you know, score some runs against this guy. And the final game with Nesta Cortez, uh, that's going to be against uh, uh, Ray, again, the former Toronto Blue Jay pitcher who won the Cy Young last year, beating out Cole. And yeah, he probably deserved it again. Cole kind of, you know, had that hamstring issue late, late in the season and uh, probably cost him the uh, Cy Young there. So again, Yankees looking at wounds. First time losing five games in a row here, dealing with a little adversity, dealing with this Rizzo back injury, lower back injury. But we got to revamp the Yankee team. Again, you have Montas there in the rotation. So let him go through a few times and of course a few new arms in the bullpen, Trevino, as well as Scott Efros. Uh, so we'll see that, you know, the Yankees maybe just get on a little roll here. And, uh, you know, stop losing these games because five in a row is annoying. So hope you liked the episode. Again, if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe. Section 420 Talking Yankees. And we'll catch you after the Seattle series.